0: Hey Heather Carter.
1: Hi there. What's up?
0: Here we go again. Can't I wait to have another word with you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wow, well, last couple podcasts were great. Just kind of just a conversation and mm-hmm. get to know each other and our audience, share a little bit with them, just to kind of know a little bit more about who we are, where we come from, that we haven't figured all this stuff out. We're kind of messy yeah. too, and I think the the beauty for me is kind of the ability to just chat about it and mm-hmm. you know, no blame, no. No, uh, you know, anger, you know, no uh, disappointment. Just kind of working through it. But today, you know, when we come up with challenges, or when we're facing something, or we look back at our past, we thought we'd talk about the word regret. Mm. And I think this is going to be a good one to talk about because there's there's a lot there. And then next next time, we're maybe gonna circle and tie that back together and talk about maybe a way or two to, to get around that, not around that, but over it. And, and how do we, how do we put stuff like that behind us? But let's spend a little bit of time and land on the word regret. So what's in your heart and your mind about regret this
1: today? Well, I kind of thought, um, had a, of an epiphany about, well, I guess not epiphany, but just, I was talking to a friend, a new friend a couple days ago and he said that he had been in a group and they were talking about regret. And as soon as he said that word, like my heart just went, oh, that's, that's a good word. That is a really good word that we need to, that Bruce and I need to unpack. And one of the quotes that, and he had told me of um, someone, a counselor 20 years ago, a mutual friend of ours, actually, that had said to him, I wrote it down. It says, Regrets about the past can't change yesterday any more than worrying about the future can change tomorrow, but they can both ruin today. And he, it just, flew, you know, came out of his mouth fluidly. He said he has been quoting that to people for the past 20 years and it's saved him much misery. So I just thought, uh, you know, there are so many nuances, like you said, to regret because it has to do with. Our mistakes it has to do with forgiveness has to do with acceptance a lot of things we're gonna unpack and think in the future as some solution to living with regrets but i don't know what are some things that you regret or think kinds of things that you have in your mind and i don't know do you have a dictionary that you can like tell us like a definition of regrets
0: i can look it up pretty. a
1: dictionary or a phone
0: (laughs) Or a phone. Yeah, let me uh let me just look it up as we as we do this. So this is like real time. We're gonna go ahead and pull yeah. in some other technology as we talk about some <laughs> stuff here. Let's see if I can find one real quickly. R-E-G-R-E-T. There we go. Regret feeling sad, repentant, disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or missed opportunity. She immediately regretted her words, using it in a sentence. That's the verb version. A noun is a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment of something that has happened or have or been done. So it's to feel sad or a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened. You know, I'm going to argue that or hasn't happened. Right. Yeah. In the past. So that's just one version. Where did I get that? I just it's the first one that came up on Google yeah Um, so to me I've been thinking about it and you know regret always has to be looking in the rearview mirror Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right if if the if an action hasn't happened or has happened or something has occurred it's it's past tense things Mm -hmm. right so I guess the question is kind of what can we do about it well Mm -hmm. oftentimes there's not a major change we can make you know we can try to rectify we can try to atone we can maybe apologize maybe we need to step in and own something if it if we regret and it was something that was hurtful right but i, I also think you know re, a situation where we might feel regret is also something a place that we can actually rebound from and come out of mm-hmm. stronger like okay next time or you know how would i approach something differently so i kind of broke down the word regret let me just break it down and we'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. uh, go from there so you know regret can are really keep us stuck if we focus on woulda coulda shoulda we, we we can we can just foster that and it can simmer and it can percolate and that can keep us stuck from moving to the next step yeah
1: Hey, let's talk um, about it. Let's talk about it as you go through each of those things okay. instead of waiting till the whole end, because I'll forget what you said. Sure. So <laughs> get to the end.
0: getting stuck, it would be, I don't know, um, just I, 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 I can't move forward because I can't get over what I didn't do or mm-hmm. I can't move forward because of what did happen or what I did do. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think?
1: I don't know. And yeah, and I think with relationships, that's a huge piece. Um, you know, I think with getting stuck, sometimes we get, if we've done something in, a spe- in this scenario, let's say you've done something to hurt somebody or did something that damaged your relationship with your child or um, a partner in some way, it's so easy to just continue to beat yourself up over it. And then that prevents you from living in the present with joy and freedom and leaning into that relationship in a healthy way, because you're just always feeling like a louse, you know, you, mm-hmm. you've done something to damage this, and you just won't let it go. So yeah. like we said, regret can have a lot to do with resentments or unforgiveness or yeah. not feeling worthy, like God has like you're being punished for your behavior. I mean, yeah. There's so many uh, parts to regret and the things that we regret. So yeah. getting, really keeping yourself stuck. Sometimes you you actually damage the relationships that you already damaged further by beating yourself up and um, living in the past about yeah. your behavior.
0: Well, it's, I think it's also easy in that scenario to prevent yourself from moving into something that could be greater if you're you regret you're, you're in regretment, if you will, mm-hmm. as you're starting maybe a new relationship, or maybe you're wanting to mend something if you can't get out of that. You know, there's also that regret sometimes that we have to deal with where something may have occurred where someone was hurt, but it wasn't our intention, right? Mm-hmm. You know, why was I, you know, going so fast to get to that next thing? It doesn't mean driving, but that, that I, I missed something I shouldn't have, whether it was you know, a stop sign or whether it was seeing someone cross the road or, or why didn't I prevent something? Why didn't I see that coming? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's a tough one too, because we, you know, we can get stuck there. The, the E I had, though, ready to move on to E? Sure. So the E I wrote was, is regret really like expectations missed or not? Like if we're regretting something, did some, is, has something better happened, occurred? Have we developed something greater than what we are holding regret for? So, is it an ex- expectation we missed, or is it really an opportunity? And and that's a hard one, right? You really got to kind of, I would say, develop through that. I mean, for me, it was you know losing a job after many many years. Uh, do I regret some of the maybe? some opportunities I didn't take in that company, some doors that may have opened that I didn't go through, or was that creating an opportunity for me? Never would have written the book that, you know, never Mm -hmm. other things that have come in my life would not have happened. A lot of people that I've met, I would not have met. I'd have been in the same thing. So I guess, is an expectation missed or not? I mean, we kind of looked at the definition Mm -hmm. when we first started this.
1: Yeah. I think it's a matter, like you said, it's a matter of your perspective. Maybe it was missed, but maybe it was missed for a reason. You know, you, God brings us to things a lot, a lot of the time. And you look, if you read the Bible for any length of time, you realize how he does that. Like things that look like everything's going south is when everything turns around for those individuals. And that in our life can be the same way. And when we are like, God, what are you doing? Um, but then he shows up and and you realize that it would not have happened if this wouldn't have happened.
0: Yeah. And that really does take our faith and it takes a blind under acceptance, um, understanding, <laughs> agreement to that. Right. I mean, faith to me is facing anything insurmountable. Trust him. And that's not always easy to do. But as we do read and we get into the word and we spend our time looking for strength and, and leaning in and getting close. God doesn't go anywhere. He's right there. It's us that it's us that have left. Mm-hmm. If we, if we really consciously say, I'm going to get back there or I'm going to go there. Um, then yeah, we can see where the chest, the, the chest moves are being made and we're just being guided right into them. If we pay attention. Yep. So the G this just came to me and I just wrote this right before our, our call. This isn't in the book or anything. Grown or groan?
1: Ah, yeah.
0: Clever. G-R-O-A-N
1: <laughs> or yes.
0: G-R-O-W-N. Sorry, that's just the way my word, my <laughs> mind works, right? Yes. So is it something we should groan about? Or should it be something that we are thankful for on the other side, maybe even while we're going through, that
1: mm-hmm. we
0: have grown. G-R-O-W-N? Yeah. Probably a little bit of both. Right. I mean, we're not perfect. We're going to have those moments of uh, and, you know, whatever the word is or the emotion is or the, you know, the anger or whatever that is, the disappointment, the doubt. And yeah, we maybe maybe we will groan through that. Mm -hmm. But at the end, can we look back and say, what have I learned? What can I share for others? What can I maybe prevent, you know? If you're running late for something and you miss the flight, well, next time leave 30 extra, you know what I mean? It, it's simple life stuff, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, have I grown through it or am I groaning through it? Probably a little bit of both was, was the G. Mm.
1: Yeah. I don't even think that needs further explanation. I think that's really good because it is, that's all a matter of, well, what are you going to do with it? Cause that's the thing about the things we regret are things that are, they have been done and are, they're done. <laughs> yeah. They're done and done. And there's nothing you can do to change the fact that it happened. Right. So there are some things you can do as a result. And one of them is to grow so that you're grown. Have you grown through it? Or one of them is to just whine and complain and groan through it. So I think that's, yeah. I don't know that needs much more. <laughs> <on that. laughs>
0: so the second R in regret to me was really angry
1: Mm. or
0: reflect on it. And it's probably a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about times when we've been angry at others. We've been angry at God, um, through a lot of different things. And I don't know, maybe time doesn't fix or heal things, but time might give us the opportunity in a, in, in, in a regretful situation to kind of reflect on it, which kind of goes back to the groan or groan, but it kind of ties in there, Mm -hmm. I think.
1: Yeah. And I think it depends on maybe what we're regretting. If it's something that we lost control and we said things that were harsh or we did things that were cruel or selfish, um, then sometimes we're we're just mad at ourselves. Like, what, what was I thinking? What is wrong with me? You know, and then the, uh, but then, like you said, the reflective piece is just what God would call repentance, like godly repentance and godly sorrow, that there is a place for that, that God doesn't want us to, I don't think he wants us to walk around being mad at ourselves and angry at ourselves for the stupid things we've said or done. Um, Sometimes we're astounded at things that come out of our mouth or the things that we will do to get ahead. At least. I should say I'm astounded at the stuff that I've said or done. And sometimes I just beat myself up and I tell myself, like, who are you? Who do you think you are to go write a book or talk to anybody? You did this, this and this. And I let those tapes play over in my head. But if I use those times to reflect and repent and change my behavior then next time and use them to grow, that's the kind of stuff I write about all the time is that I'm aware that I've done things that I regret and I don't want to keep repeating them. Often yeah. I do, but I don't want to. And I learn, I kind of learn a little bit more every time.
0: Yeah. Isn't it um, wonderful that, that God's grace is always there. It's not dependent on anything. Yeah. It's there for us. So yes, we can regret Uh, We feel like we need to repent. Yes. But he never stops loving us Mm -hmm. and never avoids giving us grace. That's, that's, that's like comes with the package, right? There's no, that's not an option in the car you're buying. It's not, you know, the upgrade. It's not the um, extended warranty. Mm -hmm. It's, it's there for us to receive. And that's a hard thing sometimes too, right? Because we're used to performance driven things and we get a reward if we, you know, close a deal or if we, you know, have a, you know, a project come to completion. That's highly successful. We, we think that that's the, that's the reward, but there's none of that. It's just, it's just grace that we have. So, so that was, you know, really angry or reflect on it. The E two more letters, the E is explode us or extend us. I mean, Mm -hmm. regret can blow us up, right? It can stop anything from moving forward. We, we feel stuck as we started with that really keeps us stuck or stranded. I, I I think of the picture of being in quicksand or a wall that we can't get over or, or go around. It can just, you know, explode us or, you know, implode us by the ease or explode. Um, or does it extend us? Does, does the fact that that situation, I didn't make, you know, how many times do we see an opportunity, step into it, and it's the best thing we did? Like mm-hmm. whether it's see the opportunity to assist someone or or say yes to a new opportunity, figure out how later. And we, we at the end of the day, we look back, we go, wow, it would have been so easy to say no for these reasons, self-limiting beliefs. I don't know if I'm good enough. All the things that we also talk a lot about here. Mm-hmm. But when you step in and you just do at the end of the day, most of the time, I personally have looked back and said, you know, I took that, I, whatever it is, whatever that thing is. And to me, a lot of times it's like a random act of kindness. You know, I see something and can I act on that? Um, mm-hmm. And will I? And yes, there's danger or there's risk. But hindsight of that is it's usually the best thing for me to do. So I, I try to extend as opposed to think about it being, well, why didn't I do that? I, really, mm-hmm. I had that opportunity
1: yeah and i also think that when we have this godly repentance because of the regrets that are based on our sins or our mistakes that we aren't not only are we extended personally but we extend grace to other people Mm -hmm. because that's when we realize that we're aware that we're a piece of work and we give grace to other people who make mistakes and sin and do all the, all the things that, um, people tend to frown upon, you know, that we've done them. And then we, if we're aware and, um, sorrowful about them, then we can extend that grace and understanding that, you know what, sometimes we just do stupid things or selfish things or self-motivated things. Um, we don't have to label people bad because they've done, the same, because we know there, but for the grace of God, go I.
0: Yeah. And so the last letter, just T, take us down or teach us, mm-hmm. right? A regret in a, a, a situation where we wished, or there could have been a different outcome can either take us down and keep us there, or it can teach us just like you said, to extend what we do. This situation will happen again. Something like this will come forward again. Can we, can we put it in our cookie jar, pull it out when we need it and say, I'm going to use this in a positive way? Um, You know, regret isn't necessarily a totally bad thing because you want to learn from it. But, you know, I think that there's ways to, and we're going to talk about this next time. How do we start mending that? How can we, how can we look at situations and maybe not be so hard on ourselves because of, you know, the grace of God and his, his total forgiveness?
1: One of the things that i think of most that what i think of some of my regrets um a lot of them have to do with ways i was as a parent ways i was absent sometimes ways i lost my cool and one of the things i may have talked about this too many times but i have uh one time my kids were my kids it wasn't me my kids were just being bad and so I brought them home from the grocery store and I sent them all to their rooms. And I was so angry. I had two boxes of um, Go-Gurt, like two you know, yogurt in tubes, two giant Sam's Club size boxes of go in each hand. And I just threw them down as hard as possible in my kitchen floor and just screaming about how terrible my kids were. And all of them exploded. So pink and blue and green yogurt went everywhere in my kitchen cabinet ceiling my carpet everywhere and i wasn't even sorry yet i still was like no look what you've made me do (laughs) you did it's all your fault i definitely regret that but it was um so a lot of those things as a parent we think of times where we like we said we weren't there or we lost our cool And one of the things that my, one of my counselors, I have a whole team, Bruce, I need a team of people. But one of my counselors said to me, when I start acting like I've ruined my kids' lives and I regret this and I regret that, he always says, you're not that powerful. You're not that powerful. You're not, you can't make their lives be perfect and you can't ruin their lives either. That, that who, you know, who do you think you are? You think you're God? Think you're more powerful and more poignant than God in their lives? You're not that powerful. So that's a good thing for us to, I think, remember about regret is that everything you regret, God can still redeem it because he's bigger than your mistakes and your, the words that you've said, Um, you can do your best to patch those up and ask for forgiveness, make amends. But in the end, he's got this and we have to trust that he's going to rescue us from ourselves.
0: That's so right. That is so so right. We are imperfect. We're perfect in our imperfections. And Mm -hmm. that's what he sees, you know, and uh, the grace, the grace that we get um, is also allows us to be a vessel, which I think he calls us to be. So when there are situations, you know, where there may be a a learning, um, you know, that's that's when we're drawn closer. If we are trying to be that magnet that can Mm -hmm. be drawn to him. So. You know, I think regret's a powerful, it's a powerful thing. You know, um, someone told me once, maybe we'll wrap it up on this, that we need to probably stop, you know, telling God how big our problems and our regrets are and start telling our problems and our regrets how big our God is. Mm-hmm. And that has helped me in times when, and it still does. I mean, life is life and it goes on and, you know, things aren't perfect. Um, but that in that comes the opportunity to grow and to be re- created and re-energized. And, you know, we've got this thing called, you know, I talk a lot about mindset in my book and everything, but I also think that there's a real amount of work that Bruce Pulver needs to do in his heart set, not his mindset. And if I get that heart set more in the right direction of the true north of, of, you know, connected closer with God every day, then that helps with the mindset aspect of Hmm. channeling to do the things that you know that that will make an impact, and that's yeah. really where I want to be.
1: No, before we go, I want you to say that little saying one more time for people and for me, so I can write it down. Hold yeah. on.
0: And this isn't mine. This is um, from a dear friend who said, "Bruce, stop telling God how big your problems or your regrets are, and start telling your problems." and regrets how big your God is.
1: Mm. Good words. Thanks for that reminder. Absolutely. Bruce's friend, whoever told you that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to uh, another great conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Regrets.
0: Next time we're going to, we're going to, I don't want to say put some band-aids on it. Cause I don't think that's it. But maybe we can help maybe have some conversations about how those scars can, can heal and make us stronger.
1: Absolutely. The
0: strongest skin is over the scars. All right. Bruce.
1: Well, thank you for uh, meeting with me today and hopefully everybody got something out of that. I know that I was uh, it gives me some things to think about and uh, help us prepare for some solution side of things next week.
0: Me as well. It was great, Mm -hmm. as always, to have a word with you, Heather. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. bye bye.